Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Absolute velvet on the mic. I feel like I didn't get all of my libelous, you know, darkness out. And now we're recording. Um, I'll, I'll just intersperse the episode. Yeah, well, we're going to probably get... Is this going to be a safe place to talk about this? Talk about what? Philip. Yeah. By your... Guys, we, everybody is talking about it. Every news agency. I thought said every news agent. I was like, yeah, it is real water cooler chat. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's go. Uh, we're in. We're recording. It's happening. Welcome to the Creep Dive main episode. Sorry, we're day eight. But we just are. So, <laughs> here we it's are. It's silly season. It's silly. We're in a way. Everyone's got a nice tan. I don't. Oh my God. I have like not that nice a tan. So I am inspired by the recent Irish Times fake tan hoax. I put some fake tan on my legs. Soaps. Mahogany. I know. Love it. Because I haven't, I didn't realise you're supposed to wash it off. You're not. Oh, are you All not? the professionals say, just keep layering and get black sheets. <laughs> All say. the professionals. Oh, love it. Anyway. It on. It's, or what about those skin coloured toeless tights? I gave them a whirl once. Ew. Oh, gross. Jennifer. <laughs> you're a <laughs> fucking sick puppy. Well, I didn't want to shave my legs, number one. And the fake tan was too overwhelming. I don't think I fooled anyone because what I did done in accidentally was bought the tan ones but not realise that there was a mad shine off them. That's where it gets you. Yeah. It's the sheen down your down yeah. your shins the that gives sh- it away. Oh, and then people yeah. knew immediately. Even and though I was in an open toe shoe. Oh, the, it just, oh, that is 
delivering so much more disturbia <laughs> and the on, thought of the leg and then the weird toe protrusion it like uncanny valley doesn't bear thinking in about. between my big t- like the t- it was like a foot thong little camel toe yeah yeah gack, yeah gack factory well, are we ready? You said it's unsafe. It might be, but so I don't know far, if it's unsafe to talk about. Let's go from everybody knows what's happened. I really want to talk about this morning. It's my it's my national it's my what do you call it when you sit down in the chair? Da 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 Specialist subject. That is not the thing. Is it mastermind? That was that was catchphrase. No, that was countdown. Countdown. <laughs> well, it's countdown to the Philip Schofield. Is this is your PhD subject? This is what you're going to do the PhD on. You will be a doctor of Schofield. If you know me, then you know I like and enjoy and have a fairly good relationship with This Morning and I have watched it for years and years. Yeah, like all the rest of us are just blow-ins to This Morning, whereas you put in the hours. What I really... Me and Eamon Holmes are very much (laughs) on the similar track here and have been for a long time, ever since their untimely exit from this morning. It was unfair. And looking back on things now completely, they they have grounds for unfair dismissal. Do you think so? Well, shall we start at the very Which beginning? Which one, Eamon Holmes? Yeah, didn't they get shoved off because they started they, talking about yes. Philip and so, what was going on? And I'll tell oh, you what yes, happened there. Because you know how Loose Women does be coming on after this morning, ITV yeah. this morning for our international Are they listeners. back to back? Yeah. Fucking hell. The, the, we're talking today about this morning. It's a UK show on ITV. It's a television morning show. And the whole... So for but years they do specialise... In like, I was fucked by a ghost. Yeah, it's trash. I married my own father. Chat magazine on the telly. Exactly. Such quality shit. And they they used to love an old Katie Hopkins cameo. Well, she's fucking eating this shit up on Twitter. Oh my God. Twitter, TikTok. She is moist and raring to go. So am I. Let's start at the beginning this morning, first of all, way back, do you remember a guy, what was his name again, Leslie something, Philip Schofield took over for him because there was a very big scandal that he had allegedly done a rape to Ulrika Johnson. Fucking yes, I remember this. Then he, I think subsequently he was tried and found not guilty, no charges were brought against him, but his career was over. Then ITV this morning needed a new male host. And they spotted a man in a multicoloured jacket. You're right. Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat that Philip Schofield was touring with. Mm. And they were like, would you like to come on to the show? So Philip Schofield took over. They said, what we need is Jesus. He's the only person that can save Jesus us Jesus is the only person who can step in and cover for this alleged rapist. And Philip Schofield was... As far as everyone watching was concerned, a great host and blah, blah, blah. And it was all going well. I didn't know that he was in any way regarded as a great host. I thought he was regarded as a bit of a nonce. (laughs) In the... Okay, sorry. Mother of Pod crossover reference. Um, Jeez, the dog's absolutely on one here. She's got hay fever, I think. um, Philip Schofield. I am referring to the um, Miss understood definition of the word nonce which is a whole swathe of people on the internet believing it means bit of a silly silly billy bit of a silly <laughs> did we talk about this before cast so we were talking on mother and pot about this and someone had written to say they thought 
the word nonce meant silly billy. I'd yeah, like, yeah, so did I. This is all over the, the internet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been using it. Did and not. I had, that's the context which I would use the word no. nonce. Oh my God. It, this, I told you, this is why it's It's up there with nink and poop. Like it's a nonce. It's like no. your numpty nonce, nink and poop, all no, the same no. in my head. And so for anyone who doesn't know the TikTok we're referring to, the person who wrote into this TikToker saying, I always thought nonce was a bit of a silly. Um, and <laughs> she had in her Twitter bio, <laughs> bit of a nonce. <laughs> bit of a nonce. Love to laugh. And then <laughs> it prompted loads of people to send in to this TikToker other instances of people thinking bit of a nonce was silly and one of them was these two lads on a lads holiday in Ibiza there was an Instagram photo captioned couple of nonces <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> oh sorry <She's> <laughs> I'm thinking about it at least once a day at the moment it's an absolute joy it's fucking gold um, and then somebody got in when I shared it on my Insta Somebody got in touch in my DMs to tell me where nonce comes from. And it's an acronym for not on Re- normal, normal communal exercise. Ah, uh, yes, yes, So yes. in the prison, <coughs> the sexual offenders. The nonces from being um, abused nonced. by the others. Yeah. Okay. That's the scene we've set. Everything was going great. Sorry for the nonce tangent. No, far, no nonce is about to reappear. Um... At this point, I'm going to start off on Monday, April 17th, 2023. Everything is normal. Eamon and Ruth, previous hosts who co-hosted the show, were, had been let go previous to this time. And there was whispers that Philip Schofield was an arsehole. Oh, yes. And, and this was the reason. Philip Schofield had asked Ruth and Eamon that Ruth and Eamon were let go. Are they, were they the weekend crew? Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. And the holiday kind of cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And can I quick question? Yeah. Um Schofield coming out. Is that Previous a fair bit to before that. Oh, that's a while yeah. ago. That's okay. a long time ago because we were he came out when we used to be in the old, old studio. Probably a year ago. Oh, okay. Longer. So Sorry, famously Jen, then Philip Schofield had come out as gay. He was married for thirty years, had two daughters in that marriage. He came out the press and the whispers behind the scenes. Seventh of February, twenty twenty, nearly three, three years, years ago. since were, he came why out. Why is he longer than three now? years? Apparently, it was a long-held secret within the industry. Everybody knew, but the question was, why now, Phil? Mm. Who has something on you? Mm. And or that was what the whispers that were. They were mm. whispers that there's some, He'd somebody been had kind of pushed into it. Exactly, which so is shit. They had done the coming out. Everyone was. So in support, especially his co-host, Holly Willoughby, who was very much with him, hand on the leg, crying in, loads of good support. Roll on April 17th 20, of this year. So Phil and Holly were due to return to the air after Phil had taken some time to appear as a witness at his brother Timothy's trial. Oh, of course. So his brother had been on trial and was subsequently convicted for a number of child sex offences. God. F- 
Philip publicly responds to this and his brother's charges by saying that he no longer has a brother. He was also, some of the transcripts of his interviews were released as well at the time. And he admitted that his brother had said to him, I'm a bit of a nonce. I'm a bit of a nonce. Which he did. And Philip had said back to his brother at that time, I don't want to hear one more word about this. Philip. Right? Philip. So this is Philip's own testimony in the court. (sighs) That is not how you human good. No. And the the rumour going around about his relationship to his co-host Holly at this time was that she did not know what Timothy was accused of and what the charges were and found out at the same time that we all found out. Which is clearly untrue. Do you think? He did know that what his brother was accused of. Yes, but Holly Holly did know. So when when the when the Kate like because it was it didn't come out. Did the Philip line and said, "I'm going to stop you right there." When Philip tried to tell her, "You better shut the fuck up." I don't want to hear another fucking word about this. I want plausible deniability. Exactly. I cannot believe. Like there is not that you need children to have an insight into this issue, but like there is a father of two children. And, well, obviously, if your father tends to be of children that you'd be a father of. (laughs) But to to fucking allow potentially other children to be in danger. Exactly. Because you don't want to fucking get your hands dirty. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. It's just bad. Reprehensible. Okay. So that was April, May. The Sun reports that Phil and Holly are barely speaking. And insiders claim that their relationship had cooled massively and there had been trouble for some time. The next day, Phil hails Holly as his rock and publicly admits that the last few weeks have not been easy for either of us, meaning myself, uh, me, Jen, Phil and Holly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Phil Sorry, I and Holly come back onto this morning, present... And but there is a notable change in their vibes. Yeah. Oh my god. And uh, there's a bit of chit chat on the line about the whole thing. So May twentieth, five days later, Philip Schofield confirms his departure from this morning with immediate effect, after hosting the show for twenty years. So he quits. Yeah. Apropos from the public's perspective. Of nothing. Just well, this he potential says, I feud. have become the story or something yeah, like that. Exactly. But distracting from his really groundbreaking journalistic work that he was doing on this morning. So he did do that talk. interview with Kerry Katona where he asked her repeatedly, Was she okay? And she was slurring her words. He <laughs> did at that, it's inter- important to say that at that time of that statement, when he was stepping out this morning, he yes. wasn't resigning from ITV. He He was just stepping out from that show and he was supposed to fulfill his duties presenting the Soap Awards and stick with Dancing with the Stars Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then said he would take up a new primetime TV show. He was probably looking around for his Technicolor dream coat as well. Possibly. To reprise the role. Do you know... The oldest ever Jesus. Exactly. Did we speak about, and we definitely did on this podcast before, about Philip Schofield's reported relationship with a much younger man who worked as a runner on the show? We did indeed. So that gentleman is now an adult. But when Philip Schofield first met this person, he was a minor. 
and he was involved in a child's talent kind of production place run by a very good friend of Philip Schofield. This guy who's also is called Schofield. But there's yeah, no relation. Story. So <laughs> the reason, so Philip was photographed in a group photograph with this very young guy. I think he was 14, 15 at yeah. the time. In just kind of a broad photograph with lots of other children. That same year, or maybe 18 months later, Philip friended this child um, on Twitter. And uh, what age was he when they friended on Twitter? Still under 18. 18. Yeah. But there's no, we don't know anything about what might have happened then. No, there yeah. seemed to be one-sided messages going from that that young runner to Philip a lot. Yeah. And not necessarily, we know that Philip followed him. Yeah. And he created multiple Twitter accounts at different points, all of which Philip followed. Exactly. Then it progresses into the closer that boy gets to 18, the more interaction they seem to have publicly. Yes. But the nature of those interactions seem to be familiar. Exactly. Like they know each other very, very well. And it was at 18 that this young guy got this gig on this, on morning. this morning. He became a runner. And he was a perfectly nice and individual and did a great job there. Everybody knew him. Mm. Uh, also, I think we spoke about this before in the Creep Dive as well. A YouTube prankster, at the time there was no TikTok, um, had released a kind of a pranking Phil in a restaurant like oh, yes. scene. And it was Phil sitting with this young guy in the corner of a restaurant, dining alone. Yes. Proof but not that dining alone. Dining with the young child. D- sorry, exactly. They well, were dining, they, yeah. dining alone. The they now, were separately <laughs> dining alone. The now uh, over, the now of age. Child. Exactly. Yeah. So now we have proof that they had a relationship that wasn't just Twitter. Mm. It didn't seem like it was just work. If this was an outside of work dinner event that was occurring. They were having wine. So anyway, the runner stuff was continuing. Eamon and Ruth are now have now been interviewed about this. And they both said that this young man had come to them for help. Yes. They were, they were they very concerned for his welfare. Shared. They were concerned for his welfare. They have been funny in their description of him saying he was a vulnerable individual. But neither of them have said anything more about why he might be so. But there was concern. So much so that Ruth, the, one of the other presenters... Eamon's husband, uh, wife, had written to the head-ups in ITV and flagged her concerns. Eamon's wife is a presenter as well. Ruth and Eamon, Ruth and are, Eamon married. are married. Oh, sorry. So that was all going down. It seemed at this time that Holly had confronted Phil and said, Phil, is there anything going on between you and this young guy? This is when, 20... This so, is when he's 18. Exactly, around that. So he's, yeah. he'd worked there for the previous handful of years. Yeah, 18, 19. This is like the start of 2021. Yeah. Oh, because wow. there's an incident at the NTAs. That was filmed. That was filmed where this boy professes his love for Phil. And it's after that public declaration that Holly confronts Phil and asks him. If something so this is young happening. guy gets locked at the National Television Awards. He's there with the rest of his work Well, they crew. said it was strange that someone so junior would be at those awards and be up on stage. And that's true. He was oh, up on stage with on them stage. to receive. So there was a number of people up there receiving. 
<coughs> producers, presumably. Yeah. Exactly. And then this guy. Researchers and stuff. Who went on to have a few drinks, presumably, and then sort of lost it a bit. Fuck. Yeah. Sorry. So you can imagine Phil, like, ha- like flapping around, like, he's definitely has a thing for me, but it's one way... Yeah. And had Phil come out by that stage? By 2021 he had, yeah. He had, okay. So everybody was like, right, well, the word on the street is it was an open secret that something was happening. But Holly still remains completely staunch in her. Phil told me nothing happened. I believed him. My hands are clean here. Yeah. They're at the NTAs. Holly confronts Phil Everything is denied, denied. Totally. In the wise words of Chris Jenner, deny till we die. Exactly. We, they move on until this surprise announcement of Phil leaving the show. Because it turns out somebody has a story they're about to release about Phil and this very young runner. And Phil comes clean to Holly mm. and the ITV production crew and says, yes. I have been having an affair with this person. Crucially, though, he says nothing was illegal. Everything was, uh, you know, he was of age at the time. If you have to, if you have to specify that it wasn't illegal, you know it's wrong. It's incredibly true. Like it, like it stinks to high heaven. It's come on the back of Timothy, his brother's conviction. It couldn't be fucking worse. It looks abysmal. And we have this poor guy, <clears throat> this innocent in this, who God knows where he is or what kind of state he's in at this stage. Mm. Like he's been outed by every rag newspaper and the internet. Like I know his name. Everybody knows what he looks like. Yeah. It's shit. So Phil is dropped by his agent. And his pure firm. And he's on his own now. And he's agreed to do two interviews. And he does two videoed interviews. First one with the sun. And it is bleak. The interview is set up. The lighting is chronic. Phil is furiously vaping his lost Mary throughout. It's so strange. Oh, no, really. It's something a pure agency or anybody... With an outside view would be like, number one, lose the face. Lose the but sure, everyone face. has dropped him. Like he's gone from light. being this yeah. like, yeah, yeah, s- like sunshine, like bright morning presenter to sitting there with your, va- it is just like, you cannot go from being the nation's <clears throat> darling on the morning TV show who looks like he's made of soap and all good to looking like someone you've met in a smoking area who wants to tell you their secrets. Yeah. Oh, no. He's in <laughs> desperate shape, so oh, he's God. not well. He says in, the, in the, both interviews, he says the same thing in both interviews, one with the BBC, one with The Sun, and he's talking about his suicidal thoughts since the scandal broke. He starts likening his situation to the Caroline Flack how she may have felt before she took her life. Very strange, like, not a, not a good idea, I wouldn't say, f- to connect yourself. You know what I mean? This really is an entirely different situation. Yeah, really insensitive. I saw Caroline Flack's mother coming out with oh, a statement about that. Okay. And like, Jesus, talk about like... Not a good idea. You know, re-triggering somebody. Exactly. He spoke then and said that the first romantic encounter between himself and the employee happened in Philip Schofield's dressing room when the man was 20. That was the first time that Phil said they had any sexual contact. 
He said that the pair had five or six romantic encounters and he denied that the man was driven from the ITV studios to his London home in taxis paid for by ITV. This came out as well as part of the collection that um, Philip had his own family home but also owned this cool pad in London Mm. uh, quite near the studios and he used to have this guy allegedly delivered delivered oh my god there sorry (laughs) well that's what it sounds like also how fucking scabby it's just to not pay for the taxi taxi. yeah let's not like you're Um, a fucking millionaire exactly (laughs) oh my god so that was all Question during the interview, he said, no, that was absolutely untrue. He said that he thinks the ITV bosses should have completed a more thorough investigate. They actually investigated this in 2020 after Ruth, uh, Eamon's wife, Ruth Lansford, I think is her name, had raised concerns. Raised that. So they did an investigation into him, apparently, to see was he all right. And then after the NTAs investigated internally about the supposed relationship between the two mm-hmm. but that boy has said that he was never asked by anybody at itv i did not know he was he had been interviewed no he was that's the thing he says he never was oh how interesting itv have come out and said that they did an investigation and found nothing untoward but like it sounds like they just went up to phil and was like are you in a relationship with that boy and phil was like no and then they were like investigation closed you know yeah yeah because so it would not suit them exactly to protect this guy there's also a load of chat mostly from Eamon Holmes about how much of an incredible arsehole Philip Schofield is so Eamon Holmes now works and does his business on GB News this kind of strange that's the thing I was watching when I started getting all the alt-right ads yeah Mm. so Eamon Holmes is boiling alive with rage he blames Phil for his firing from ITV this morning. He's never liked him. He said that even him coming out was a ruse, oh. as in it was just to gain sympathy. He described him as toxic, a bully, a mean-spirited individual. Nobody liked him. He said he could. there's only one loose woman who could stomach him. Did you the, name her? Carol. Do you watch Loose Women at all? No. Uh, (laughs) I can't believe they haven't changed that name in all these years. Just a hers. (laughs) Seb calls it Hags in the Afternoon. (laughs) That's what we are. (coughs) Excuse me. So now we have an incredibly messy and disastrous situation for Phil himself, whose career is most likely over. But you know what? It never fucking is. No doubt he'll get another gig somewhere soon. And uh, the fucking real victim here is that guy. Mm. And even this Holly Willoughby business. So she returned to ITV. She made her statement on Instagram and uh, returned to ITV and the opening opening shot. So, you know, whatever, ITV, this morning kicks off and it's just straight on to Holly. And her opening line is something like, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Into the camera. Yeah. Because I'm not. And it's like, well, hang on. You you are fine. Yeah. This is not your, you know, you were lied to by someone you work with. Yeah. Fine. Uh, And um, it's all going to be rattling along. 
We've got Dermot O'Leary shivering in his knickers, still on the Alison show. Alison Hammond crying on. Alison Hammond crying. Where? Crying. When did she cry? Where? That so same they were talking episode. to like a. Was it a relationship expert? No, this is before Holly came back, mm. where they were taking over as presenting. And she was talking about being overwhelmed. There was a lot of stuff going on with the, my, my, or good morning, this morning family. And she's like, you know, we just feel, what did she say? She was like, we feel for Philip or something. I'll get the clip up. She's, uh, she's turning to God anyway. She did a Bible verse. So look, that's where we're at. And can I just say, yeah, he was definitely a dickhead. Everybody knew. And I don't feel fucking sorry for him at all. Well, you're just very angry about this morning being spoiled for you. <laughs> so let's not I am hide upset. behind any high mindedness over here, Jen. But all this bullshit about the family, ITV, the family. You know, what's really interesting, I think, is that like it has not garnered the same level of attention I think it would have had it been a straight male presenter and a young girl like there seems to be some sort of like oh well this is what gay men do and this is what is acceptable like there's age gap relationships within like the gay community and things like that and that's really frustrating because that's not necessarily true at all and like for it to be for that young boy's experience to be diminished just because of homosexuality and because of his, you know, because of his sexuality and being part of the LGBT community feels a bit like half-hearted or something. Like it doesn't feel entirely fair. Like there is a lot of people still being like, I don't get what the big deal is. And like, you know. Yeah, tons of them. This is fine or whatever. It's a clear-cut case of grooming and abuse of power. That's, it. yeah, we can see it. And like, we are, that's the way we're talking about it, but it's still online. The discourse is like, I don't understand what he's done. It's fine. Like it was legal or whatever. And when you compare it to like other stories that are in say specifically the Irish media, where even the age gap wasn't as significant and the disdain we can all feel for when someone we know is taking advantage of a young person. Mm -hmm. And like to understand the, like this situation is even probably more grotesque because the power dynamics of this relationship are Humongous. so fucked, like yeah. so unbelievably fucked. I just hope that this boy who has unfortunately been named on so many social media platforms gets some sort of like peace or support or whatever. It's just, it's horrendous. It's grim, isn't it? It's and so I, horrendous, I, yeah. I believe, but I don't know whether it's true that it looks like Philip Schofield may be paying for his legal um team as well and advisors and it's just none of it is a good idea you know but of course what's this young man left with anyway that's uh that's where i've been at tiktok's a flame obviously yeah. it um it's just one of those things a fall from grace yeah a, a public cancellation uh you know it's funny because like say following on from cassie's point this made me think about our old friend, Richard Gere. Do you guys know about Richard Gere's current wife? No. Sorry, who's Richard Gere again now? The actor. Which one? You know the gerbil? The gerbil. He's in things <laughs> with... Um, what's he a in? Oh, let's have a look at him. Name a Richard Gere movie. This is like the game... The Runaway name Bride. A, yeah. Is he in A Few Good Men? I can't remember. Oh, him. Yeah. Oh my God, right. Who's his wife? Okay, so he's married to this woman called uh, Alejandra um, 
Silva or Alejandra Gear. Mm-hmm. And there's a 33-year age gap. Jesus. Wow. Now, so just for context. That could be somebody who's 50 and somebody who's 83. I know it's mad, but like when you think like there was 34 years between Philip and this boy, like that is like me meeting someone who was born today. Yeah. Like Always that's trying to disgusting. get in that she's so young. I know, yeah. She I, never like, misses an opportunity. Just, but is it disgusting? Like, can it be the case? Like, can it ever be not is totally love. disgusting? Yeah, can it ever if not If someone be? is, like, beyond, like, if I started dating someone who was 60, do you know? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Like, or in their 50s, I'm a bit, you know, fully formed now. I have my own ideas and stuff, but like not as a teenager. I see. Not in your, I'd say not in your early 20s. Like yeah. What's the cutoff point? Like maybe it's twenty five. It's very. Like, well, they say the old what is it? The frontal cortex like finishes twenty five at twenty five. Finishes doing whatever it needs to do. <laughs> um, and so, Alejandra, here, like, here's the creepy part. It's not even the thirty three year age gap for me. So, Alejandra's father is. Ignacio Silva Bota mm-hmm. and he um, has been the vice president of Real Madrid and he um, like lived in Madrid when um, Alejandra was young and um, basically Richard Gere met her when she was a teenager. Huh. And he borrowed a boat from her dad um, to shoot a TV ad. Don't know why he had to get out there and find mm. a boat for the ad. But he became a family friend. Oh, God. So, so he was like involved in this dad's life. friend. When she was a and teen. She, yeah. Yeah. How does anyone resolve that? What? It, How do it, you? I actually feel a little bit sicky at the back of my throat. Like, it's so ick. 
I know, but it's... Are we being... Like, should we be more okay with this? No. (laughs) I don't think so either. Okay, like, so... He is a family friend. And then when they met again after she had, to quote this article, become a woman. And Gear was in search of his soulmate. His third soulmate. He's been married twice. uh, No judgment. uh, Here. And Alejandra thinks the universe had been conspiring to keep her and Richard together um, because after she had become a woman, um, they were um, uh, reunited. The attraction was undeniable. And, I mean, there's been, there's so many absolutely cringe quotes from both of them along the lines of soulmates and, you know... All the, all the various, all the various. The heart wants what the, the heart, heart wants. wants. Oh, exactly. Just... I'm just trying to get. So Alejandra is now forty. Um. So she's born in 1983. He's 73. Is he? Um. He has to be 73. 73. No, 76. Is it? Google says 73. 73. Okay. So. Yeah, it's just ick. Like, she wasn't super young when they got married. Like, she was only, like, in her 30s. She was in her 30s when they got married. So it's not like he was just, like, lurking along as a family friend until she turned 18 or anything. But it is really icky. (laughs) Fucking hell. It's a gack factory. It's totally different to Schofield. But... You know, I then there's also the unforgivable chat about their soul connection that hurts me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and De Niro's had another child. How, he's what? in his age. Or the men at? I don't know. Oh, I yeah, don't know. it's horrendous, isn't it? Mm. It's horrendous. Like, imagine being, like, essentially a, a pre-corpse. Like, that's what you are in your 80s. You're just kind of, you're just at that very last stage before you become just a kind of a desiccated, you know, husk. Exactly. And (laughs) to like, to insist on over and over again, (laughs) marrying teenagers teenagers. (laughs) is totally exhausting and weird. It is so weird. What age is this current wife, I wonder? But presumably like... like 29, is she's baby making The age. flip side of this is you've, it's a very, very easy gig. Yeah. I just... Like, Which one? Like From having, her perspective. Yeah. Like you can run faster than them. They live in massive gaffes. They will die very They're soon. They're going to die. You could hide in one of the many, many areas of the house. Rolled out for the photographs. Live your fucking life, whatever you want to do. That's the trade-off, I guess. Yeah, like, would that be satisfying? And they are consenting adults. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah, um, I get it. I get it. I do. I just think that it is... I just think that it's so... Yeah. It is. It is, Cass. Um, guys, I've... My kids have been asked, okay, separate one, to do at the end of your show, they're doing The Wizard of Oz. And they've said, the young kids all have to go 
as the munchkins. Yeah, great. Right? Is but, uh, that okay? Well, yeah, that was my first feeling. Is it? But then I uncovered some absolutely awful stories from the original Judy Garland Wizard of Oz and the debauchery that took place amongst the individuals playing the mun- munchkins. Incredible. And it is completely deranged, but also could be bigoted and nonsense chat from the rest of the cast. But there are living individuals who played munchkins who do corroborate some of the stories. I can give that to you. On a later date. <laughs> what? Where give that we? to us in the hive. Yeah, I think this is that is a perfect hive. Can I give you the quick update do on a very it. important case? And I want to... Did we sorry, do this case originally? Yeah, so we meant... So just a top line here. This is SIDS related. So if you're not in the mood for that, switch off now. So what we're well, going to talk about... I love the thought. So who's the person who's like, mmm, I'm in SIDS. God, you really caught me in my SIDS mood. This story was incredible and incredibly sad so the woman's name is kathleen megan Falbig. she was born in june 1967 south new south wales in australia and she was leading a relatively ordinary life until tragically in the early 90s kathleen's four children caleb patrick sarah and laura all passed away within the span of 10 years so their deaths initially attributed to natural causes raised a load of suspicion and led to a very shocking mm. revelation so Caleb, it was his sudden death in 1989 that first drew attention. He was only 19 days old and he died from acute um, bronchiopneumonia. So three years later, Kathleen's second child, Patrick, died at eight months. Jesus. And his cause of death was recorded as since sudden infant death syndrome. Mm. Then in 1993, um, baby Sarah died at 10 months old again. Uh, her death was attributed to SIDS. For so, anyone who's not familiar, SIDS used to be called cot death. That's right. Oh, and it's kind okay, of yeah, accepted yeah. that there is no real concrete explanation for it. Exactly. So it's called SIDS. It's kind of... Sudden you know, infant death. Yes. Yeah. Sudden and unexplained. Oh, so at this point... Um, the pattern became impossible to ignore for the authorities in uh, Australia, and they begun an investigation surrounding the deaths. So their focused uh, their focus immediately turned to Kathleen, who was present at the time of all of their deaths. Did and she have a partner? She, I believe, she did. I, I don't know. So, mm. so. Then the death of her fourth child, Laura, in 1999, um, intensified everything. And so that was some years after. Exactly. So, well, exactly. So 1993, Sarah died, and then 1999, Laura. So in 2003, Kathleen stood trial for the murder of her four children. Oh, my God. And the prosecution argued that their deaths were not a coincidence, but the result of deliberate and intentional act by their mother, and um, they contended that uh, Kathleen suffered from a condition known at the time as Munchausen syndrome by proxy, which is, as we know, a disorder t- like caregivers are f- fabricating or inducing illnesses in others and family members for the most part to gain sympathy, attention and etc. So the defence, on the other hand, claimed that the children's deaths were, in fact, a result of natural causes. And they, her defence team, um, emphasising the lack of conclusive evidence linking Kathleen directly to their deaths. And the trial was huge all over the, the news traveled all over the world. 
and there was many many debates amongst various legal experts and mds and yeah. everyone in the public yeah and um because there's just something so transgressive oh. about a mother exactly potentially harming her children yeah it's just unthinkable that um four children of the same family could die like that it just like, seems to without have, foul play yeah yeah so ultimately kathleen was convicted of the murder of her children and she received a sentence of 30 years in prison and apart from the munchausen's was she diagnosed with any mental illness no i mean i suppose she, munchausen's is mental illness yeah no she consistently denied her any involvement in the children's deaths and she stayed Jesus. true to that she had nothing to do with it and they investigated like the house did the deaths all take place in the same house they did like there was never any suggestion that there was something There's wrong something in the wrong, house. Yeah. No, Do you remember you did the story about the Victorians and the vault wallpaper. That's right. Yes, there was, there was complete investigation and it was very thorough. There was so much folk, public focus on it. Like they turned yeah. it over every nook and cranny that was possible. Yeah. So in 2018, imagine if it was just like a devastating coincidence. Oh uh, well, so listen to this okay so a judicial review was conducted to re-examine the evidence against her and new medical and scientific advancements had taken place and there was um an incredible discovery so there is a genetic mutation that they believed could have played a role in the children's deaths and then this led to obviously they were like well this changes the validity of the whole um original convictions so, sorry, that's just my phone dropping. Ex- so the experts at the time argued that these genetic factors may have contributed to the deaths of the children. And it is a rare genetic mutation. So it's CAM2, so it's C-A-L-M2, and it was found in two of the children. And the suggestion is that the mutation could have led to this fatal cardiac arrhythmia, and it, this could have been the case for why the children had died from natural causes and it would have been natural causes then if that was the case so in 2021 after this enormous review uh kathleen's convictions were quashed oh by the New oh South Wales Court 18 of years later she'd spent 20 years in jail as it turns out because it was only this year then i'll hang on i'll give you the the skinny so the decision was to overturn the verdict based on the emergence of this new evidence, and that included this new gene mutation and its potential impacts on children's health. And she has just recently, as of let's have a look here, Tuesday, uh, June sixth, twenty twenty three, she has been she has walked free from prison after twenty years after being jailed for the death of her four children, and she is fr- she's a f- now a free woman. So she spent the first night of freedom eating pizza and she slept, she says, for the first time in a real bed. She made a cup of tea with real crockery, real spoons to stir with. And she said, that sounds pretty basic, I'm sure, to you, but I am grateful, she said. Uh, So it's the first time she said she's been able to sleep properly in 20 years. She said, I have forever and will always think of my children, grieve for my children. I miss and love them terribly. She's always maintained her innocence and she's now a free woman. That's this such gene, a sad life. This discovery of this Jesus. gene has the possibility to, first of all, flag indiv- uh, infants that are born and, um, or potentially, With the potential, yeah. Exactly. Or overturn maybe some convictions that people have been wrongly convicted of murdering their children when, in fact, 
this gene was the cause of their death after all. There's got to be nothing more traumatic than being accused of murdering your child and then going to prison for it. Just unbelievable. Like it's unbelievable. Just being like on top of the grief, just maligned like internationally. Exactly. For this. Oh, God. I think she was known in Australia as Australia's most infamous serial killer. Female serial killer. Oh, my God. She is now a free woman. But my God almighty. But like hell she must have been through. Ever be right again. I mean, you'd never be right. Well, I mean, I don't want to speak out of turn, but you'd never be right after the loss of a child. Four. And then four. Unbelievable. And then to be accused. I mean, there'd be no hell that would come close to To the grief that she's suffering. Yeah. So it's almost sort of like from her, I don't know what her perspective, but you know, what hell she exists in, I do not know. I hope that she's like being supported, like by the state. I'm in sure. some way, like after this ordeal. So she will be able to live a peaceful existence going forward. Like even in terms of like being rehabilitated. Exactly. After all how? that time. Like how? She's only 55 though. That's true. But God love her. She could still get with Richard Gere. <laughs> she could still she get just with has Richard Gere. She just has to wait till he's 93. It's unbelievable yeah. stuff. So that's an update there. Jesus. Just, I'm absolutely sure. I know I can't stop talking, but I also did watch the six part series. You watched all of Natalie Grace, and we might need to have an in depth discussion. Let's take that to the high about that. I don't know what this is. Oh, Sophie, oh, you'll you. be reminded the Ukrainian. Um, oh, girl sorry, who was adopted. Sorry, yeah. yeah. So it's we'll Natalie Grace Corner. Natalie Grace. Jeez, they absolutely banged out that documentary. Oh my god! Now six episodes again is problematic but the story because they were just like spreading it a bit thin it, as it turns out or is there a wealth no. of material Ooh. there's an enormous wealth of material there however that's pro- is that the, have, i've just spoken for 60 minutes no 50. we welcome it 50. we welcome it <laughs> would anyone like to do a tidbit on the way home i'll do the um i will do the this is convoluted Canadian actor's death after having 12 plastic surgeries hoax. Oh, Did you guys come across this? No. I can only apologise to the legions of creeps who have been bursting for us to talk about this. (laughs) Um, So apologies, this is belated. But basically, this story came out that um, a couple of weeks ago, the end of April, um, reporting that this Canadian actor who's called Saint Von Colucci. Cool. Yeah. Um, 22 years old, had passed away um, at a hospital in South Korea um, due to complications from plastic surgery he had received several months earlier. We have a before and after of Saint. Um, wow. So on the left is post-surgeries. Okay. And on the right is pre-surgeries. They look like two different individuals. The man on the right, boy, looks like Skater Boy from Avril Lavigne's seminal yeah, track. Exactly. Skate. Numerical. Gotcha. Boy. B-O-I. Um, and the man on the left looks almost certainly AI generated. Exactly. It's absolute kind of, it's giving Spock crossed with Aaron Carter, not Aaron Carter, the other one. Bieber. 
No. Well, one of the Carters. Yeah. The very, the one when he was a little child and he had the kind of... That's Aaron. Aaron. Is that not Aaron Carter was the baby one? Yeah. Nick Carter was the one in yeah. the dance. No, it's very, to me it's giving Nick Carter because Nick Carter went through a phase of the very unfortunate hairstyle. Um, the curtains. Exactly. Mm. And this guy's got the curtains as well. Stunning. Curtains are making a comeback. <laughs> um, so anyway, what happened was... This is what we were led to believe was that Saint uh, was getting all of these plastic surgeries, had allegedly spent $220,000 on 12 plastic surgeries, which if you do the maths on that, doesn't track. Okay. Like, it doesn't. So we're we're talking like 22 grand a surgery. 20 grand a surgery. Try and say the figure again. How many surgeries are you supposed to get? 12 surgeries for 220,000. That's a lot. Ah, uh, yeah. Come on. That's too much. Like, like there's some much. surgeries that, you know, you... Nipping a tuck is like 500 euros. Bo- boobs are about seven. Yeah. Seven that's grand. a lot. Um, yeah, but they're so, not all going to be in the region of 10, 12 grand. Exactly. You can get a few like on Even the Even a BBL, I'd say, is under the 10K mark. Yeah, yeah. There's, um, I, can't, oh, I can't remember now, there's somewhere now in America, I want to say South America, though I am aware that's a very big place, there is a new virus uh, emerging from plastic surgery. What is uh, it? Well, like, it's not great. Oh. I think it's a flesh eater. Oh, <gasps> necrosis of something. Mm. So... The reason he was getting all these plastic surgeries was that he was going to play K-pop star Jimin for a... I'm Jimin. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope you like Jimin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so he was going to... There was a show that was going to be on a US streaming network um, about Jimin. And um, <laughs> that he was going to play Jim, and so he wanted to like basically transform himself from like a Canadian Caucasian man into a South Korean K-pop star. Cool. Um, and that these were this is what the surgeries were in aid of. So Daily Mail obviously laps that shit up <laughs> and immediately went to press with a story about how he'd gone into surgery in late April on a Saturday night to remove implants from his jaw that he'd only just had put in a few months earlier and had died in the early hours of the morning. Um, then it started to appear like this whole story was totally made up. No. How? Yes. So the Daily Mail basically, I think, printed first, then investigated that old reversal. Okay. Um, and found that they actually couldn't find any formal confirmation that a Canadian actor had died in South Korea. Now, Daily Mail, to be fair, weren't the only ones who jumped on it. TMZ was on it, uh, Page Six. Yeah. All of the um, real, you know, uh, um, professionals. (laughs) Sorry. Now, (laughs) what happened is there was a publicist who was um, putting out a press release about his death, which is so bizarre. Um, and so on one of the pieces I read, um, 
there was a journalist got in touch in the comments and was like, I actually received two separate press releases emails about this. I'm not kidding. I will copy paste the most recent one below. Um, and so it, the press release begins. I, hi there. I regret to inform you that one of my clients passed away early this morning in South Korea. Please find the complete pre- press release below. I hope you can write a note about him as a celebration of his life if this is your area of coverage. Uh, please let me know if you're not covering entertainment so I can remove you from this list. Thank you, Adriana Ruthman, the hype company PR, followed by a very like proper looking email address and... The press release like looks really legitimate in that it like has like jargon, not jargon, but like, you know, phrases like for immediate release, which would be very like press releasey. Yeah. And even the, the this is a nice touch, I think. This please let me know if you're not covering entertainment so I can remove you from this list. Interesting. It's such oh, a good yeah, that really gives so it the legit. ring of truth, doesn't it? And so the press release says, like, 22-year-old Canadian-Portuguese actor, singer, and songwriter, Saint Von Colucci, amazing name, um, passed away uh, at Seoul National Hospital. Um, it, the press release describes the plastic surgeries, um, that he was playing a K-pop idol in upcoming drama, and um, he, the actor... Um, said that he'd the press release says the actor has always been insecure about his overall looks in Korea and felt very discriminated against uh, for his western traits and the actor spent as we know a lot of money and there's a list of the procedures they're all the kind of usual ones you'd expect eye lift buccal fat removal (gasps) love that one that's one of my faves that's an absolute (laughs) top instant ager no I don't think so I'm saving for it I'm telling you like fat don't crack. Everyone needs a little bit of fat yeah. in their faces. They're getting older. I think that's the deal. I'm not getting one. older though. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so lots of, um, I don't know, legit sounding things on that. But then, you know, basically uh, everyone went looking for St. Von Colucci and could not find him whatsoever. Um, the publicist, Eric Blake, two first names, um, is nowhere to be found on social media or the web. Um, and the Saint Von Colucci was like supposedly active in entertainment since 2019. Um, and um, yeah, like it, there was an article stating that he would debut his album, Tick, Spelt with a one in the middle. Okay. Talk, spelt with a zero in the middle. Oh, yeah. High, spelt with a one instead of an I. School, that's two zeros in the middle, um, which is visually a very odd looking phrase. And this is the name of his um, debut album, but the album cannot be found on any of the South Korean music streaming sites. And... um, the Seoul Metropolitan Police's uh, investigation unit um, reported that such a case had not been reported and there was no related death incidents. Uh, and the Canadian embassy in Korea is apparently uh, devoting a lot of time to trying to verify if this has taken place or not. 
Um, they said in a statement, Global Affairs Canada is aware of reports of the death of a Canadian in South Korea and is working to confirm the information. No further information is available at this time. As one journalist speculated, um, the source... Uh, that led to Daily Mail's article, they think, is the work of AI with AI-generated images, AI-generated content. So we're seeing it all again. This is just our lives now. This it's going to happen lives. weekly. We're going to have AI corner. <laughs> yeah. And like, without hands in the picture, what are we to do? How? Simply how can we verify? Um, so that is the... Unfortunate look like, uh, look like, yeah. The, the, it's such a kind of wheels within wheels one because it's like the, you know, actor dying after surgery and then trying and getting surgeries to play a character yeah, in a exactly. TV series is such a big commitment, isn't it? To the role. But also, and like, then, how could you be paid more than what you're spending on the... Sur- yeah, yeah. It's so true. Um, so, poor old Daily Mail. Rest in Caught peace. with their pants down there. Not for the first time. Not or the, the last. first time. Won't be the last. Thank you, Sophie. Um, yeah. And thank you. The listener. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you okay? Breathe. Uh, see over on the hive where we've got... I've a mad one. Madness from Cass. We've got Natalie Grace update and we've got an absolute salacious story from the Judy Garland's Wizard of Oz. Oh yeah. And we've got And I've got to tell you about Gladys. Oh Ooh. yes. All right, catch it's you. Gonna there. be a good one. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.